creativity is an addiction. Unplugged because we will always say yes to creativity. Totally uncut because we all make mistakes. So let's turn it into a tool. This is Arrow Unplugged. Hey, it's Arrow, and this is Vocal Defrag. Defragging is asking the questions and questioning the answers. Not other people. Asking yourself the questions and then questioning the answers. We all have mindsets. We have mood swings, doubt, fear, shame, guilt. But are you asking the questions? How did you get into this place? It doesn't just happen. You have to learn how to study the mind, body, and soul and get in touch with that inner core to find out, hey, why am I this way? Asking the questions, questioning the answers. I defrag in two different forms. The first form is in a journal. I stream think when I'm doing it. That means no judger, no procrastinator, no perfectionist. It is 100% on the wall, on that page. And you go back and you study it, and you learn that why did I have such a bad day today? Why did I have a victory today? All of the things are sitting right there in front of you in the way of better understanding the trails and the travels that we're all stepping onto each day. Another way that I do the defragging is I do a vocal defrag. The reason why we do this right here is because I talk with so many creative people from authors, actors, musicians, and we talk about defragging and they go, how come I didn't know anything about this? And I asked myself that question in my journal, in a defrag journal. I was like, why doesn't anybody know about this? How can we do this? And the one thing I didn't want to do was create a vocal defrag that had something to do with my normal defrag journal. Putting me in a place where it's like, okay, I'm going to bear my all, took you completely out of the picture. What I try to do here is I try to present an opportunity for you to say, I want to try this defragging thing. I want to see how my life can change in a way that is going to be toward the positive or a better understanding of who I am and why I am. This is vocal defragging. One of the things that men go through is the grumpy man syndrome. I've been studying a lot about that because my father was a very, very grumpy man. I grew up disliking my father. I always thought that he hated us. But as I grow into the shoes and the age that he once wore, one of the things that I don't want to do is to become that grumpy old man with some sort of syndrome. I've been doing some research on this, and what I've read is that it really doesn't set in until a man is 70 years old. Well, you know what? My dad was ahead of his game then. They say that it's about testosterone. They say that it's about an aging man who looks back at his life and kind of reviews what he did, what he didn't do, what he didn't get to have. And now, what the hell? What are we going to do? So men tend to get grumpy. And that's the one thing I don't want to do or become. I don't want to become that man who holds on to his frowns or that man that's so easily torched because somebody walked on your lawn. So in dealing with it, I'm asking you the question, how do you present yourself to others when you know that your mindset is not locked in on how they are delivering their energy? Daily writing helps me stay aware and stay ahead of where I want to go in mental thinking. Listen, here's the thing. We all have a lot on our mind and inside our heart right now. I believe that we are COVID-19 PTSD. We went through some tough times and nobody, nobody wants to sit there and say, yeah, mentally I got a little injured. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. We, we can recover without going to the mental doctor. Is that true? Grumpy old man syndrome. 
have 30-year-olds become grumpy old men? I talk to a lot of 25-year-olds that already call themselves, I'm just an old guy. And they kind of shut up when I say, dude, when you get up to where I am right now, you know, then, then you have a bitch. But even at 61, I ain't bitching about being an old guy. What I'm trying to do is prevent myself from wearing the image of an old guy. And that starts with how I present myself in public and how I present myself in the mirror, in the bathroom, how I feel when I'm daily writing or when I'm defragging. So I ask, how are you making your way through the stains, through those moments that you didn't find victory? You know, those days where you knew you should have gotten that job, but somebody else did. Those, those moments when you, you, you got onto Amazon, you were going to buy all of these things, and your credit card didn't go through. And, and all of a sudden, for two days, you're so upset and disturbed. How do you make your way through your storms so that somebody doesn't call you a grumpy old man or a grumpy woman? What do they call it? Resting bitch face? Ooh. Ooh. When I first learned about that, that, that didn't sit well in my heart at all. It's like, well, yeah, I can see why you call it that, but is that how you feel? And if it's how you feel, are you asking some questions and questioning answers? <sighs> Taking walks like I'm doing right now. I call this a transition walk. A daily walk will help you with your mindset and your mood swings. Doing something physical and not having to spend money, not having to go out and eat, not having to do something that basically becomes a situation that you've become addicted to, is how you get through those moments where you're going to be labeled grumpy, pissed off. I don't like hanging out with them because they're always bitching about something. Sometimes it feels good to bitch. But when people start walking away from you because they don't like your energy or your source of conversation, now we got a problem. How long do you think that's going to take to heal when people start having a conversation with you again? It takes a long time to retrust someone. Or as my wife once told me, I can forgive you, but it doesn't mean I'll ever trust you again. Oh, Oh, man. Right there. That's one of those grumpy old man syndrome groans. The grunts. Now I'm going to have to write about it in the defrag journal. How do you deal with people who like you, but they don't trust you? Question would be, why do they like you? Ooh, see if you can answer that on a page or on a vocal defrag. Ask the questions, question the answers. Are you headed toward grumpy old man syndrome and resting bitch face? I'm Errol. That's Vocal Defrag.